Welcome to the first episode of the I Am Your Friend podcast. I'm your host, Aiden Licker. That sounded real fun. That was real fun to say. Um, <clears throat> I've been wanting to do this for a while. I've been talking about it forever of starting a podcast. Um, and like anything, you know, it's mostly talk until you finally just sit down and do it. So here we are. Um, I built like a little studio in my uh, in the spare room of my parents' house. And uh, that's where I'm going to be doing this out of. I, I Hopefully, you know, going to get some nicer equipment as we go. I think this works for now, though. You know, I would like, like, the official, you know, nicer microphones and, like, a podcasting table, acoustically sound room, things like that. But we're get, we'll get there, you know. We're going we're gonna to grow as we go here. Uh, so why I'm starting this, uh, you know, just want to talk about some shit. Uh, I got a lot of stuff that goes through my head all the time. Uh, and it moves really fast. And sometimes it's nice to slow down and and have a conversation with somebody, uh, about the things that go on in our heads and about the things that go on in the world. Um, so, you know, we're going to be focused on on a lot of different things here. Uh, you know, mental health is going to be at at the, uh, forefront of it all. Another thing, I don't know if forefront is the right word for that. I'm, I'm just going to give a warning out that, uh, sometimes I say words that I don't know what they mean, but they sound like they should mean what I think they mean. Um, I'm just a guy, you know, I'm not an expert on anything. I'm just here to talk about some shit with my friends. So that brings you, you know, here to the, I am your friend podcast each week. I'm going to have a different guest on probably, you know, it's going to be a friend of mine that I think is very interesting and has, you know, good perspective on some things. And, you know, we can talk about some shit that I think people might find interesting. Um, and that's why you're here, you know? So yeah, so here we go. It is uh today I'm recording this on March 6th, 2021. Um I'm probably not going to release this until I listen to it 100 times and overanalyze myself. Um but I'm going to be turning 26 uh on the 16th, so 10 days from now. I'm good at math. And it's wild to think that a year has passed. Um, cause when I turned 25 last year, it was like right when things shut down here, uh, and it was real shitty, you know, and I say that, but obviously, you know, a lot of people were probably worse off one. I've stayed healthy the entire time. So let's, you know, be grateful for that. And, uh, I've had a job the entire time. So that's two things that I, you know, puts me better off than, than a lot of people have been. And I recognize that and I'm grateful for that. But I think, you know, even people who were who were lucky enough to be in the position that I've been in, um, you know, still had 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 some hard times to go through. Uh, I had gone on tour, kind of. It was like a four or five day tour um, with the band Super American right before everything shut down, and uh, that was the last like fun thing I did. Uh, and it was crazy that like we had no idea what was going to happen. I remember we were we were in the van. And someone had their phone up and it might've been Ben and was like, whoa, they just canceled South by Southwest. And that was like the craziest thing to us. We're like South by Southwest. That's like, that's next month. Like they canceled that already. Like they're not already, but like that soon, like that's a month before you canceled an entire festival. And that was like, I remember having the realization of being like, everything's about to shut down. I think. You know, I, I had been listening to the news a lot, you know, when I was commuting to work every day, I was, I was just listening to like NPR on my way to work and just, they were just always talking. They were talking about coronavirus since like, you know, at first, the first outbreak happened in China 
and I was so I was very you know up on on what was going on. Uh, so like when it got to that point where you know South by Southwest, you know the first case had been found. I don't remember when it was, maybe February, and in like California or something. And I remember being like, okay, that's concerning, you know. And then we did this little tour, and on our way somewhere on our way on the tour, South by Southwest got canceled, and we were like, holy shit, like things are about to get crazy, I think. Um, but nobody, obviously nobody had any idea that this is where it was going to end up. You know, it's a year later. I was just looking today and, and a year ago we were in Indianapolis, uh, playing a show. I said, I, I have, wasn't playing in the band. I'm just the, the merch guy, but, uh, it was, it's just crazy, crazy, crazy. What, what a year it's been, right? A lot of realization. I think a lot of people probably had some sort of I mean, you had to, when you're, when you're stuck inside for that long, you know, and you're just forced to be alone with your thoughts for a while. I feel like everybody is going to come out of this, hopefully a better person. And, you know, but what do I know? There's probably a lot of people that are still have gained zero self-awareness from this whole thing. Um, and when I say that, I'm sure there's a lot of people that come to mind for, for, for everybody. Um, but yeah, man, it's nuts. Uh, I took a had to take a long look at myself in the mirror for a long time, you know, in those first few months when everything was really shut down. In my situation, I was, you know, here. I was living with my parents. Uh, my older brother and his girlfriend were here, and then my younger brother and his girlfriend were here as well. Uh, and it was just, you know, and then my parents and then me. So it was a real funny thing. You know, we would all hang out together and play games and have a good time. Uh, and then you know, at the end of the night, everybody went off to their own corners and, uh, it was, you know, everybody had somebody to go back to their place with. And then I was by myself, uh, which was weird. I mean, it, it was fine, but like, it was weird to think about, you know, that everybody was going off to have their own experiences with somebody else. And I, uh, you know, had a lot of time to, to think of my own. Um, and, uh, think uh, reflect a lot about just who I am and what I'm trying to do you know it's that age mid 20s of really come coming to 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 who you are and trying to you know be as good of a person as you can be and you know always finding ways to self-improve uh it was tough you know I went 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 down some some spirals for sure some downward spirals I uh, got to a point where I, I buzzed my head because I just was like every day was starting to feel the same. You know, I kind of had that Jack and the Shining moment of just like, I can't do this anymore, man. Like every day is just the same and I'm just seeing my same stupid face in the mirror every day and it's driving me nuts. Um, And I had long hair and, and a big beard at the time and I just buzzed it all because I was like, I just needed something to change, you know, and I'm glad I did that. Um, because I think it helps. So <laughs> Britney Spears, when you did that, like she's listening. Yeah. Hey Britney, thanks for tuning in. Um, you know, when Britney Spears did that, I get it. And it, I think it's a good thing. And I think if you ever feel like that, do it. Fuck it. Who cares? It's going to grow back. It's hair. And, uh, yeah, that was, uh, a good experience for me, I think. I don't know, man. I looked at myself in the mirror for a long time. And I say, I don't mean that like literally. I mean, figuratively. I'm not sitting there like 
staring at myself in the mirror. I mean, sometimes I am, but I also, that's another thing I think people should do. You should look at yourself in the mirror and not just like, look at what you're wearing. Like, look at yourself and look at, and, and what do you think? You know, what's your perception of yourself? Um, I think that's an important thing. Uh, it's important to be self-aware, you know, and, and I, I feel I've, you know, in the last few years, I've probably become more self-aware than I ever have. Um, which is, you know, a good thing, but also it's not easy. Uh, when, when that realization comes that you're like, whoa, like you think back to a memory of, of how you were even in like a conversation or something like that, you know, how you have those moments that like a very specific vivid moment in your head that will pop in and be like, remember when you were in the second grade and you said something dumb and everybody laughed at you and you still think about that all the time. It's like those, that kind of thing. But it's like, you know, and, and this, the way you, somebody reacted to how you said something or, or something you may have not realized at the time that that comes through that you're like, well, I, you know, if, if I was in that position today, I probably would have handled that a lot differently. Um, and that's, you know, that's life. That's, that's the coming of age story, which, uh, is, you know, kind of what this whole thing is about. I went through a lot of different names for what this podcast was going to be called. I settled on, I am your friend. Um, just because it's going to be a very, you know, open, honest, transparent, authentic conversation every time, you know, and, uh, I want it to feel real. I want it to be real. I want it to sound like I am your friend talking to you about what goes on in my head. Um, you know, and that's something that I think is, you know, I'm not using this as therapy. I go to therapy. That's another thing everybody should do. If you're not doing that, if you can afford to, obviously it's a very privileged thing to be able to, to have. Um, I wish it, you know, was something that was available to everybody because it's something that literally every single person, uh, could benefit from. So, uh, I lost my train of thought. I do that too. That's something I got to work on, <laughs> especially hosting a podcast of losing my train of thought. The names of the podcast. So I had, uh, was going through a few. I think I still have some names on here that I had. This is why I have a notes app. I use my notes app for everything and it's my best friend. Um, podcast. Great. That wasn't it. Um, I, I think going through the names of what I was doing this might help, like, figure out what it is that I'm trying to do here. Uh, one was just, like, figuring it out. I was going to do, like, figure it out, like a throwback to, like, the 90s Nickelodeon show. Um, but that's just what I'm doing here, you know? I'm figuring it out. And I'm figuring life out. I'm figuring out who I am. I figure out what I want out of this. And I think that's something that a lot of people have probably gone through in the past year, you know? And I think I could probably provide some insight for that. It was, it was a tough mental hurdle to get over to start this thing because I was just like, that's stupid, you know, starting a podcast, like, who cares? Like, who am I to say anything? Who's going to want to listen to me? Like, you know, but it, and that I think is, is a battle in the self-awareness thing that I brought up before is like, I'm found, you know, I've considered myself a pretty self-aware person for a while, but I was always self-aware, just like the negative things. I was aware of all the things I didn't like about myself or specifically what people didn't like about me. You know, if someone called me out on something, I was like, oh shit, you know, now I got to go think about that. Maybe they're right. Maybe I am like that. And that's like where my head went to all the time. But what I got, what I'm working on here is, is becoming self-aware of the things that I do like about myself. And that I think I think about shit, not differently, but I think I'm, I have a skill 
of being able to put my thoughts into words in a relatable fashion. And I mean, I've always wanted to be a writer and everything. So, so like, that's, that's where that comes from. And, you know, maybe that's pretentious of me or, or no, fuck it. I think it's cool, bro. I think, (laughs) oh my God. Yeah, it is cool. I'm going to say some shit and people are going to care about what I have to say maybe, or they don't. And who cares? These are the conversations that I have to have with myself every day. So if you're somebody who does that, you're not crazy or you are, and we both are, but that's okay. At least we have each other. I should put that in the song. Uh, yeah, man. It's been a year. It's been a year. I, I turned 25 literally the first day that things shut down. Well, I mean, they shut down like over that St. Patrick's Day weekend here. Uh, my band was supposed to play a show, a really big show, and they say they're glad that it got canceled because they thought we weren't prepared. I think it would have gone extremely well um, or well enough that we were going to get paid, so who cares? Uh, when, And then that Monday, you know, it was the first I had to work from home, which I hadn't done before, and uh, things were haywire at my job, and I had to put in some some extra hours and, and was busting my ass, and I worked like 11 hours without taking a break <laughs> on my 25th birthday, uh, which obviously was not ideal. But again, obviously very grateful that I, I was in the position that I still had a job because um, I was like the only one in my house that did. Uh, but while I'm sitting there busting my ass all day, everybody else is hanging out, playing games, having a good time. Uh, so yeah, it was it was shitty. And now, you know, but it was like, whatever. I remember it, it, it took a while for it to set in in my brain that I had turned 25. Like, I remember coming to the realization and I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, I forgot that even happened. You know, I wasn't even focused on it. And now, you know, it was like, well, next year we'll do something. But I turned 26 next week and I don't think I'm going to do anything um, because there's really not much to do. You know, I, I still uh, things are starting to open back up, but I still feel weird about it. Uh, I still feel weird about going to places. Um, while this is, is, you know, it's, you know, the, it's not like the virus has gone away and now all these states are starting to just open up all these Southern states, man. Like, come on, bro. Like whatever, like there's all these conversations that shutdowns don't work. We net nowhere ever shut down. And that's what I think is an important thing to realize. I'm in New York state and in New York state, some things shut down, but we didn't have a shutdown. And that is the uh, uh, an important distinction. Like, I know my buddy Max, shout out Max if Max is listening, who lives in Spain. Things were shut down there. Like, you couldn't leave your house unless you were going to, like, work in an essential job or going to get groceries. And, like, you could not be outside even. You know, it was an it's an airborne disease. I don't even know if we knew that at the time, but Europe was on top of that shit. And then they probably opened up too quickly. You know, really what should have happened ideally was full shutdown. But once and then like once the vaccine happened, we would, you know, it would have been a lot harder for everybody for sure. A lot of people would have lost their fucking minds. Um, but I th- and, you know, the economic part of that would have been terrible. So, like, I understand that. But at the same time, we probably would have had a lot less people die. Uh, and that I think is like the most important thing, but a lot of people don't think that is, which is where we're at. Um, so, but the thing is through all of this, 
For the first time through this whole thing, we finally have a light at the end of the tunnel, right? It's faint, but it's there. Vaccine rollout's going well. They're effective. It's working. We're getting somewhere. And then these states in the South are like, they're like the shitty little brother that are just like, pokes you in the eye. And it's just like, ha ha. You know, they're like the, uh, oh man, Dan McCormick's going to be so mad at me for not knowing the Simpsons character. Ralph, maybe. I don't watch the Simpsons. The bully who, ha ha, that guy. Uh, his name's probably not Ralph. Um, I think Ralph might also be the nerdy kid. I don't know. But that's what these Southern states are like. They're, they're like, fuck it. hundred percent capacity, self-responsibility, whatever you think you should do, which is like, dude, like you can't do that, man. Like in, you have to play to the lowest common denominator. You have to understand that people are dumb. Like you can't just have a free for all for things like anything, anything you have to have rules in place so that people don't kill themselves, you know, or kill other people like that is we, that's a thing that's, but we established in society thousands of years ago. We, we agreed on this, that we should do this. And, oh man, the freedom thing, bro. Like everybody who's, oh man, it's about your American patriotic freedom. Suck my dick, dude. No, it's not. No, it is not like you're selfish and you're a dick. And now the whole thing is now a lot of people like in the middle. Now I'm also, all right, pause for a second. If you know me, we're going to get political on things. All right. That's just going to be the topic of conversation. I'm going to talk about things that are going on in the world because I like talking about them and I might not always have the right thing to say, you know, if, and I think this is an important distinction that Joe Rogan needs to make on his podcast. Me telling Joe Rogan what to do is hilarious. Um, but I think he has a personal responsibility to be like, Hey, I'm not an expert. You know, he's just some guy. And now I like Joe Rogan's podcast. A lot of, you know, there's these hardcore, like Joe Rogan fans are dudes that I, uh, steer away from, but I, I like his podcast and I like, you know, when he has people interesting on and I like that he provides a platform for everybody. Some people don't, but I think it's kind of cool. But at the same time, I know that he's just a guy, you know, he's just a stand-up comedian and he's an MMA guy. And like, that's it. You know, I'm not taking his word for gospel. So don't take mine because I'm not either of those things. I'm literally just some guy in my parents' house with no money and no fame and think for some reason people should listen to me. Um, if they want to anyway, the thing going on in the South is with a lot of these Southern states, you know, Texas was the first one. I mean, Florida is, has been a lost cause from the get go. My poor brother, you know, lives down in Miami and, uh, I was talking to him the other day. I'm just like, what do you think of, of all of this, like of, of your state being completely open, you know? And, uh, it's, it's just Florida is nuts, bro. That that state is is true chaos. It's that that meme of of the kid in the back seat of like the country asking why I can't be normal and the kid just screaming like that's that's Florida. It always has been as as far as I've known it. That place is I have no words for Florida. Let's forget about Florida. Texas, uh, I think Alabama was another one. West Virginia just did it. There's probably gonna be more by the time I I put this out. That just were like, we finally get this light towards the end of the tunnel, and they're like, fuck it, 
let's make this worse. Like why? Just leave it alone. Just leave it how it is. We're almost there, dude. We're almost there. And they're already, before they even did that, have been talks of a fourth wave, right? These new variants keep coming in and fucking shit up. Now, luckily, the variants that we have had, you know, the the the, the vaccine is working against. Um, So that's cool. But, you know, things, you know, there was a slight trickle in numbers going up. And uh, I don't know where that's going to go. But you're just, oh, dude, just to, oh, like, why? As a fuck you to who? The Democrats, I guess. That's the whole thing, bro, is like these people who get into politics just to like fuck over the other side. Like that's your whole game. Like why doesn't anybody worry about people? Care about people, bro. Like and especially Texas, dude. Like there's still people there who don't have power. You know, like you had this whole weather thing hit and then. You're just going to say, I mean, I guess if you're worried about your economy, which is the only thing that people on the right seem to care about, open it back up, I guess, like, but it just makes no sense, dude. We're so close to being out of this and then it's going to get worse and nobody's going to hold them accountable and everybody's going to somehow blame the left for it and it's going to be a whole thing of don't live in fear and which is hilarious because that's like their whole fucking platform is living in fear of Antifa, which isn't a real thing. Let's, you know, I'm going to say that forever. And that's, that's, I have like family members that try to talk to me and they're like, well, it was, it was, it's Antifa. Like that's just their scapegoat for everything. It's Antifa. Like, bro, that's not a thing. And if it was, I'd be in it and I would love to give you some insight and probably recruit you to it, but it's not a thing. And it's, uh, like, frustrating beyond belief, man. The other thing is like how much shit they give Dr. Fauci, this dude who is like the guy for all of this. He's the guy. If there's anybody who's got the resume to handle something like this, it's that dude. And he's been getting ignored and disrespected this entire time. It's still like a year later. Like, I can't believe the anti-mask thing is still like the dude hasn't been wrong. He hasn't. The, the only argument people have is that, well, he said there was no mass. And then he said that we needed mass. Uh, what's up with that? Uh, what's up with the flip-flopping? Bro, here's what happened. We didn't know it was airborne, okay? We didn't know how it worked. We didn't know anything about it. We were we were treading uncharted territory. And at first he said, I don't think there's a reason we need these as of right now, right? And then some new info came out and he was like, oh shit, no, we need these for sure. So please make sure you're wearing those. And everybody was like, what the hell, liar? And and he doesn't know what he's talking about, and he's flip flopping on all these all these all these ideas. And it's like, dude, man, like, how do you not? I I fear so much for these people that just like, how do you not understand just these common sense things of new information comes out and things change, like the and he hasn't been wrong. 
And you look at everywhere else in the world that as long as you got your mask and your social distancing and your shit, like you're probably going to be fine, you know? And, uh, yeah, these Southern States and they're not even enforcing the mask thing. They're just like, if you want to, you know, if you think it works, it's like, no dude, that's not, we, that's not what freedom is. The freedom, freedom is not giving people their own decision on what is real. Like that is so dangerous. And that's, that's the path we're going down. And it's so hard for me not to get all doom and gloom about everything, you know, cause it, it, when you're on, you know, the internet as often as I am and listening to the news as often as I do, it's, it's hard not to be like, we're fucked, dude. We're fucked. Now I don't know if, you know, if there was a right way to go about it. Cause I looked originally was looking at countries in Europe and think they did, you know, they were doing a good job, but then, you know, it came back anyway. Um, and I mean, New Zealand crushed it, but obviously, you know, they're an isolated Island and an isolated part of the world. Um, so, you know, I don't know what the right thing would have been to do, but I, I, I do know that it probably it was, would have been a good idea to listen to the, the guy who is the expert on this. You know, the dude has been under several presidencies as the like infectious disease expert and everybody listened to him until the last guy and uh, look where it got us. And what's crazy is I remember like during the election, you know, listening to the news and and they were they were interviewing uh, people who were supporting him and saying, you know. Uh, how you know what? What do you? What is your opinion on his response to the pandemic? And they're like, "Well, he did the best he could." Uh, really doing nothing, like that's the best he could. That motherfucker was like, "We're gonna be good by Easter." In March, he was like, "We're gonna be no, we're gonna be good by Easter." Open shit back up. What are we doing? Like, and now you know half a million people and counting are dead. Uh, which is wild, you know. And, and I remember getting into arguments with people at the beginning who just were like, ah, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Oh, remember the, it's no worse than the flu. Like everybody, it's no worse than the flu, you know? And, uh, we're going to be fine. And now it's dramatic. And now more people than both world wars and the Vietnam war combined more Americans than died in those wars are dead from this virus in a year. Like that should resonate with you. And if it doesn't, the fuck, you know, like, and that's a thing I uh, I think this year also uh, did for a lot of people was realize who the shitty people are in their life. Uh, Realize the people you don't want to associate with, you know, Uh, especially now, like after all this, like anybody who I know that was like, fuck it about the whole thing and just doing whatever they wanted. Like, I don't fuck with you, man. And it's not uh, the, uh, the other thing that people are always on about is, Oh, you know why? We just can't, we can have differences of opinions. Like, no dude, we can, what we can't have is a difference of truth and a difference of facts, which I know is the same thing. And a difference of values and morals. When, when those things are different, Nah, yeah, like I don't fuck with you. Like if we can't agree on the truth 
and on what we should care about, like what every living human being should have basic human empathy and decency. Like if we can't agree on that, then that's not, a, I don't think that's a difference of opinion. I think that is a much deeper issue. Uh, and no, yeah, I'm going to let this end and I don't want to see you <laughs> and I don't want to hang out with people like that. Um, I think back a lot of like, remember being like a, a teenager and people you used to hang out with that like turned out to be pretty shitty people. And they probably always were shitty people. Um, but you were just dumb and wanted to get along with anybody. I mean, at least that's how it was for me. I just liked fitting in, you know, I didn't care who it was. Uh, I need, somebody was nice to me. I was like, sick, this is great. You know, not even like vetting them for any sort of being, uh, how could they be bad? They're nice to me. So stupid. We're dumb as teenagers, but we have a lot of fun. Remember not caring about things? Remember, uh, or the things that you did care about that just, like, are not things that mattered at all? Like, that was sick. That was so sick, honestly. Not having to worry about, like, real-life problems. Like, your problems were just, like, shit that didn't matter. Oh, my God. So sick. Being a teenager was rad. Maybe that's why I still listen to pop-punk music. Just because it's just like, wow, man. Not giving a fuck was awesome. (laughs) Uh, crazy. Let me uh, go through my notes here and, and see if there's anything else that I wanted to touch on. I think this this started going well. You know, I had a few hiccups in the beginning. It's the first episode. We're getting there. Um, Yeah, being in your 20s, two years, you know, two birthdays in a row <laughs> during this. Um, And your mid-20s when you want to be out having fun and being social and having a good time sucks. But at the same time, we we need to stop giving a shit about that, you know, especially with the way like everything is right now and like how hard it is to become like an established adult now, you know, I'm losing my health insurance. Fuck. That sucks. Um, that doesn't have anything to do with what I'm talking about, but, uh, it is, it's, it's, I think, you know, this last year we need to just like chalk it up as an L and be like, we're still good though. So like when I turn 30, I'm actually turning 29. Like I just want everybody to know that. And anybody else who's in that, if you turned 30 over this year, like you're still 29. Don't worry. Cause like you got robbed of that year. So you still deserve that time. Uh, and I think that's how we need to go about life. You know, um, I, I think about that a lot, especially trying to be like a musician who's like, you know, actually going for it, trying to, trying to make it somewhere. And, you know, each year I get older and I think about, oh, my God, you know, this person was, you know, 17 when they wrote this album, you know, and it's like, fuck, like, I'm not like that. But, you know, fuck it. Who cares? Maybe I'll write a really good album when I'm 30 and then it'll blow up. Maybe I'll write a really good album when I'm 40. Who cares? Stop caring about age with your dreams or what you want to do in life or how you want to live. Yeah, we lost a year. I lost a year being in my 20s and maybe that's important or maybe that's significant, but we don't have to let it be, you know, let's just keep partying, keep having a good time. We know what matters now. We know where our values lie and we know who we fuck with and, uh, we know who we are and we know what we need to work on for the most part. I think, I think a lot of, especially my friends. Um, I think a lot of people are in that boat this year. I think we all learned a lot. I think we were forced to learn a lot. Um, and I think, yeah, like I said before, I think a lot of us are going to come out as better people. I'm going to be optimistic about that. Um, you know, in a year where it was really hard to, to focus on anything positive, 
uh, I think that that's one one little uh, silver lining in there. Um, what else do I got to say here? Ah, my mental health. I mentioned that early in the beginning that I'm going to be talking about it. You know, I'm a pretty open guy. Uh, sometimes I'm too open, which is something I'm working on. And that's probably because I am just a cry for help, uh, looking for a support system. Not as much, you know, not anymore, but I have been in my past. Things are good though. Um, you know, I had, I've had remote FaceTime therapy once a month, um, for, for the last year, which has been great. Uh, actually I had it this morning, uh, and it was a really good session. And like I said, man, if you can somehow figure out how to afford therapy, like I can't, I can't stress enough how important it is, uh, to do that, uh, because it'll help you escape a lot of, a lot of shit that's in your head. Uh, it's to be able to sift through, you know, the debris of, of the trauma that that's up there. Cause you know, we all got it, man. And if you don't be, uh, be very grateful that you, that you don't, uh, my mental health has significantly improved over the last year. I mean, over the last few years, things things were really hard for me. Uh, you know, graduating college and uh, growing apart from friends, and like, and you know, losing a relationship and and those kinds of things. And uh, I went through a lot. You know, uh, I was very lucky to have a lot of the things. You know, I'll never stop expressing my gratitude. Uh, for the things I did have, because I know I didn't appreciate them when I had them, you know, but sometimes, you know, when you have this, you know, illness that that's in your head, that it's really hard to see those things, you know, it's really hard to, to be grateful for those things or appreciate those, the good things in your life, you know, it's, it's a huge cloud in your head that just shows you all the things you should be upset about you know, and, or all the things that, you know, it's trying to convince you, uh, you should be upset about. And so I, I've gone through, you know, some downward spirals where I get there. Uh, I've been, I am on a, I've was on and off with drinking for a long time, on and off with social media for a long time. Cause I think we need to all admit that social media is a drug. Uh, it's definitely a stimulant, you know, and it's definitely a coping mechanism, uh, to hide from things. Uh, I, and I do it all the time and that's, you know, why I had to get off of it for a while. Uh, and now I'm back on and just fully addicted. And I got on TikTok too, which is literally digital crack. Um, it's the most fun I've ever had on an app. Dude, let me talk about TikTok for a second. If you are a millennial that, which I think a lot of people were in this position that I was where TikTok came out and it was like the newest, hottest thing among Gen Z. And it was just a new social media platform. And I was like, oh my God, dude, enough. Like, I don't need another one. Fuck it. It's stupid. Whatever. It's lame. Gen Z is lame. And whatever. So, and then, you know, people send me some and I'm like, oh, these are hilarious. This is just like Vine, which I love to Vine. And uh, so I, you know, and eventually end up downloading it and then I'm scrolling through it all the time. And now it's just... I'm just lost in it at all times. And it's so funny. So it's 100% digital crack. And I think everybody should try it. I think all of you should try digital crack because it's really fun. Uh, and it's fun to laugh at shit. 
because other social media, you don't see a lot of funny shit. I mean, you can't for sure. But TikTok is like mostly funny shit. And if it's not, you literally just swipe up and it's gone. And so it can just curate funny shit to you. And I laugh my ass off all day till three in the morning. Just scrolling. Very fun app. Anyway, social media is poison. Uh, Let's see. Okay, yeah. So the whole point of this podcast is me just, you know, I'm trying to learn and I'm trying to provide insight as I learn. I'm trying to learn from other people, my friends in my life. Uh, that I think have some cool experiences and, and are very interesting people. And, and I want to talk to them and I want to hear what they have to say. And uh, I think having those conversations, it's going to go a lot better than this episode. I think it, it's tough when you're the only person in the room um, and you can't just like bounce stuff off of people and give yourself a second to like collect your thoughts. Um, Cause obviously I'm going to have a lot of points here where I just keep stopping and I'm like, Oh shit. But we can also edit it out. I'm probably not going to, though. Fuck it. Keep it raw. Um, yeah, I'm excited, though, man. I'm glad I did this. Uh, I think this was fun. I hope this wasn't just... It was just random rambling, but I hope I entertained some people and kept you engaged and maybe thought about, you know, something going on. Why is my computer falling asleep? How long have I been doing this? Oh, cool. I suppose I don't need to go a full hour with this. Listen, man, this is where I'm at. I'm starting to podcast. I started it. This is it. This is the first episode. I am your friend, and I am your friend. And uh, I think about shit a lot, and I I think that should have been the name of it. I think about shit a lot. The most, like... Oh, okay. Are you in your early 20s and live in the suburbs and smoke a lot of weed? <laughs> this is the podcast for you. Um, that's that's my demographic here. Uh, oh, man. If I ever like actually smoke weed on this podcast, I'm never going to be able to get a thought out. I'm going to just get distracted and it's just going to be silence and <clears throat> a dry mouth. Um, we're going to talk about music probably too. I'm going to have a lot of musician friends on. Obviously, I'm a musician. Um Maybe do some reviews or something. I don't know, man. We're going to figure it out as we go. Uh, I might have different segments. Uh, I thought about one called like, uh, oh man, what was it called? Am I, am I like, am I crazy or is this normal? Um, I think it would be a good segment and also would have been a good name of the podcast because, you know, that's what goes through, through my head a lot is like, man. I might be out of my goddamn mind, uh, but I think we all are, uh, especially in the world that we live in, where we're, you know, using social media as much as we do, uh, and when everything seems to be like it's on fire, uh, a lot of people are dying, uh, the earth is falling apart, there's a lot of shit going on, but it might not be all right, but I think it can be for now, so I'll leave you with that. Thanks for listening. If you made it this far, I'm sorry if this sucked um, and I may have wasted 40 minutes of your time, but I promise this is going to get better. I'm learning. I'm figuring it out. Um, stay along for the ride. We're going to get somewhere. And uh, I should come up with some catchphrase to say at the end of the thing, like, you know, fucking chill out. Anxiety cured. I did it. That was it. Who needs Lexapro? Chill out, bro. 
Everything's going to be fine. All right, later.